what's the best first project car to get started on? Start with the Honda. Three series BMW. Why would Three you say BMW? Honda? Because they're inexpensive. They're reliable. And they're pretty hard to hurt them. People are going to hate me for this, but I'm not really a Honda fan. Preferably something rear-wheel drive because yeah. I don't like front-wheel drive. Like you have torque steer. You're just, for me at least, like I wouldn't have as much fun. Welcome back to another episode on Modify with Trick Factory Customs. Jumped right in. <laughs> those of you at home, he just went into that so cold. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. It's like a light just switch. Just started instantly. <laughs> it's cold start. Yeah, smooth. Yeah. Yeah. Get was, the smooth jazz voice on. the podcast cold start right there. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely like, done, oh, I don't okay. know. It started already. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So we are an automotive shop uh, located here in British Columbia and in the Vancouver area. And uh, this is Modified with Trick Factory Customs, uh, where we talk about cars and talk hurt about feelings. Yes, hurt people's <laughs> feelings quite often, actually. So check out our Instagram if you want to see a lot of that happening. It's a good reason. <laughs> mm, we go out of our way to yep. hurt people's Every podcast feelings, we make yep, seems to happen that are often. Upset. Thousands of comments. There's a lot of good comments, but uh, a lot of people are also not. I'd say our last one was almost 99% positive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. really? Wow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. About that, huh? It's glorious. Dang. And on this episode, I think it's it's going to be a different type of podcast. Uh, it's still going to be, of course, automotive oh. talk. But we're going to be taking, because we get a lot of questions all the time. Uh, and so we're just going to be taking, we're probably going to be having this like once a month now, if you guys like it, but we're going to be taking a lot of those questions and answering them. Oh, sweet. Uh, yeah. Sweet. You've talked about doing this, but we haven't. And so I was like, yeah, why not? Why like, wouldn't we? Yeah. Because there's a lot of stuff that we don't talk about, like project cars. We've talked a little bit about project cars, but we're going to be talking of things like, ooh, the best project car to get started on. Hmm. Uh, and potentially first mods to do for you guys that are very interested in cars, but you're like, things are too expensive these days. So mm. it's gonna be it's gonna be a juicy episode today. So uh with that said, we before we get started in that though, with your questions, we are just gonna dive into the week. How how has the week been? What's been going on in you guys' uh lives? Mm. What's well, on the, the bench? For me. It's always the same. Always for me. <laughs> Uh, chasing parts and chasing parts, what's your talking to people, <laughs> getting projects out of here, getting yeah. projects in here. So it's just more of the same for me. I can't, nothing really stood out this week. Yeah, I'm thinking, th I should have probably thought about this question before I even asked it because I'm thinking, wait, what happened this week? I know the boys are working on the 190, the yeah. Cosworth uh, 2.516, getting that stripped down and yeah. getting it uh, prepped for paint. Uh, yeah. So that's been pretty cool to see. Um, it's uh, initially we, I, I think we all thought, or they thought it was going to be like perfect. There's no, but there's some hidden stuff that was fixed in the past, mm -hmm. but it's not bad. It's not horrible. No, it wasn't bad. Yeah. And even the owner told me there was some stuff there, but okay. he, he didn't even know because he sort of dropped it off. And when he came back, so he didn't know if it had any demons under it. And it doesn't really seem like it had a lot. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. I mean, it looks pretty amazing right now yeah. in bare steel. So I think it's going to probably be one of the nicest ones around when it's yes. so. yeah and so what else is that car getting because are we doing a full restoration on it i know it's getting paint no it's pretty clean car so like i think we got to do the door panels there was a little bit of mechanical stuff that needed to be addressed and then most of it's just refinishing and taking it back to where it needs to be so like some of the stuff that had been 
attempted to refresh it in the past just wasn't very good. It was yeah. more patchy than it was properly repaired. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of like it's par for the course when you're talking about a car with you know a, you know decades of history of use and like you know repair work or whatever. Like this car, we're just gonna kind of take it back to like you know factory fresh and just make it nice make it like what it deserves to be yeah but that's like a lot of those cars like we see the testarosas and all those it's like the re- quality of repairs sort of is reflective of the different stages of its value through its lifetime yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so like probably didn't make sense to go spend a whole bunch of money when that car was worth nothing eight like grand a, yeah yeah five grand <laughs> but now that the value started to increase like you can sort of justify increase the level of the repairs that are go going with on. It. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. you're going to see a partial return on what you spend it on. Yeah. So I think that's kind of where this car is at now. So you can see the different levels of, you know, cause you're not going to spend four grand fixing your door panels when the car's worth five. No, but now it's, you know, the values have increased and you'll probably see a, a decent return on that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. we've seen it lots. Yeah. Like, Ferraris are the worst. Oh, really? <laughs> I like, so, like, janky repairs and stuff? Janky repairs. Mm. Like, I'm surprised at the janky repairs we see in some of these Ferraris. Well, janky repairs and even, like, just the jankiness and kind of, like, how they were manufactured from back in the day, too. Yeah. Like there's, it was, it's, it's a lot of, it's pretty suspect on how they did a few things, and it's just not great. Yeah. Well, you and can the, tell that he was more concerned with mechanics of the car yeah. that yeah. was the finishing yeah racing it's, all yeah that. so like mechanically they're amazing yeah then you get an interior it's like just put an interior in this thing and get it out of here so yeah. the interior is like on par with what we would consider like a do-it-yourself <laughs> kind of level interior that comes in yeah, like guys yeah. that bring hot rods in is like oh yeah i need this upholstered and you look at some of the things they did it's on par with wow. what was in a ferrari that is 30 insane years ago. and yeah. for the values that they go for these days it's mind blowing that the interiors are not very good it's or still, like yeah, the way they're put together. Cool though, because you take those panels off and there'll be like a guy's name on them. Yeah, yeah. So you you have that handmade <laughs> vibe. It's it's pretty cool. That's pretty. But awesome. I mean, it certainly wasn't great. Yeah, and I we feel, see it. It's, I feel it's like weird. even today, like they're. I mean, some of their quality is good, but I feel like there's this page that I follow. I'm trying to. I don't know if it's I'm tired of respecting or builds or one of the people one of the those Facebook car pages was poking fun at Ferrari's welds. I think it's I see you don't know shit about welding. Mm. They're <laughs> that page. They were poking fun because whenever they took I think it was a either a five nine nine or an F twelve or like one of the front engined V twelve cars. Um, whenever they took off the body panels, they were just showing it in the factory and the welds looked so bad. Like it just looked like the, the sole purpose was just to make those two pieces stick together. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Like they, which you would not think is the case considering how much those cars cost. Yeah, you wouldn't think that that would be a thing in, in today's time, um, you know, yeah. considering what they cost and what they, act, what they would represent and just the desirability of it. You would think that they would be like absolutely spectacular. But- and yeah. In their defense, like us being in the fab industry forever, and then you'd be on the shop floor, and we're trying to make it look as nice as possible. But the the attitude towards that stuff is like nobody cared about the aesthetics oh, of, it, okay. of a weld. It just needed to stick together and be strong. <laughs> that was it. And like we fought it all the time. Mm. You're like, what the hell is this? It looks like a bird Terrible. on this. Yeah. Doesn't fucking matter. It's perfect. It sticks. It yeah. Sticks. yeah. <laughs> Doesn't need to be pretty. It just needs to work. So I think that's like probably the taint like they got to change their stuff now yeah they, everybody's so 
like things have come so far now yeah and you're looking for perfection all the time yeah yeah constantly like i look forward everywhere i go yeah like, i'll be in a restaurant I'm like what? <laughs> well, looking at their beams and everything <laughs> yeah. yeah oh it's yeah. so funny as i've started hanging out with you guys too it's the same thing with me too like uh, yeah it's gotten almost to an on like i almost get crazy looking at things that i would not necessarily looked at like what like two three years ago mm-hmm. and i'm like Pshaw, this can pass it's fine right. And then yes. looking back, I'm like, oh, my gosh, what, what, what oh, in the yeah. world were these yeah. people thinking? See, I think and, it's and like a mindset because, like, I'll be looking at HVAC in a restaurant and like, <laughs> how well it's laid out. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit, this is really nice. Yeah. Yeah. And you can res- you can see and you can respect quality craftsmanship regardless of and what it is. Basically anything. Yeah. You know, literally anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think now that people so much more attention has been brought to that and you have all these dedicated weld pages and people have been educated into what it should look like yeah of course and then you're like this is a ferrari what the hell (laughs) well like that was one of the standouts we went to the ferrari museum and like you look at some of those old race cars and it looks like they welded them with a coat hanger yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) it's like i would not do 200 miles an hour in this thing but then you look at their engines and they're like literally massive pieces yeah but like you look at those chassis they literally look like and they probably were the equivalent of being gas welded with a coat hanger wow like it's mm-hmm. crazy yeah so this week i saw a, a tip on uh just someone trying to weld something and they were using like a pl- pair of pliers and just plugged the 12 volt battery to it with the <laughs> with the uh <laughs> it, it'll work you can make it work i was like what are you doing and it actually stuck i was like ah, yeah, it'll stick. okay yeah, like when we stuck when we went to welding school that was like the very first module was gas welding Mm-hmm. And essentially, just a piece of mild steel wire mm-hmm. and gas, <laughs> you know, fire. And you welded it, and it worked great. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if they still teach that aspect of it because it's pretty antiquated now. Yeah. Like you can buy. I the, think they probably do, and there's a lot of relevance to learning that. Yeah, you know, like when you think about what it actually taught you, um, and of course, it translates almost directly to TIG welding. Yeah. So pretty much, it's just yeah. And then there's a lot of things that, like you know, if you're sheet metal forming and stuff like that gas welding is probably still in the top of the list for like what you'd want to do most of us don't like but you'd want to because it works better yeah it allows you to shape it easier because it's not as hard as a lot of these other processes yeah Yeah. Mm. but yeah it teaches you how to manipulate heat and all these different things but it's you don't see much of it anymore no it's very interesting. Yeah. I think Ferrari just needs now to step up the game. Now dropping dimes. Yeah, unless it's absolutely flawless and like deserving of being on the weld porn site. Yeah, I know, right? You're, uh, yeah. you're sh- <laughs> Step it up. <laughs> yeah, we try every day, right? I mean, that's the thing about like in our industry, what we do, I mean, the things that we build are pretty frivolous. They're, they're, they're like a luxury thing to, for people to have. And so we have to strive for that kind of level of excellence in, in whatever it is. And you see it, yep. you know, when you came to our shop, you had done your own thing and you were just the same as every one of us. You had done your thing at the best of your abilities, you know, in your skill set and your knowledge. And you just, if you're pursuing a higher level of excellence, you just get better and you push yourself to that. Yeah. So when you I- see Ferrari, not really kind of stepping up what you think that they would you think that they'd be because when you look at the car the emotion you get is like man that is dreamy it's excellent i want it and then you look at it and go oh what yeah 
That some accountant was involved in that. Well, yeah, that's that's what account, what some accountant was involved. Oh, in that. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you have to understand that too. I think manufacturing is a whole it's different a game. Different thing. Yeah, yeah, a whole different thing. Like you need to be able to those bean counters are important to be able to keep a business functioning. Yeah. You know, that's understandable. But because if like, you did everything man. the way, it just wouldn't make those cars would be cost like five million dollars. Yeah, like five million dollars. <laughs> well, so. what's the what's the op the alternative is say something like a Pagani, you know, mm. the Zonda, the Wyra, oh. and Horatio oh. sort of whole philosophy was it doesn't matter what the f it costs. I love just that. make it perfect Beautiful. in every way. And the reality is, those cars are three million dollars, yeah. right? And they may not be the fastest the best or or whatever whatever your metric of of that means but like they're gorgeous Insane at every gorgeous. in every way like even if the car honestly came with a two-stroke engine but looked like it did i would still get one yeah <laughs> if i could yeah. <laughs> it just looks so good like yeah. every pagani just looks the new one is not as good like you europa i don't know what they called mm. it but the new one is but too soft but the that's a matter Lyra. of perspective right? is like oh my god <clears throat> glorious yeah. that's just a different business you know model right yeah, from the true. very beginning like he's just like you know screw you to you guys and i'm gonna build it to perfection and i don't care what it costs yeah and there's people out there that can buy it yeah true yeah not me any not anytime soon we uh, never, know. Never, we know. never know we never know, <laughs> know man. you never know oh my god things can change in a single day true mm -hmm. never know it's happened to all people when you start playing the lottery or something so also i almost forgot this is not related to the episode but i was like oh like did you guys see the new what's it called the new koenigsegg i don't know it's like the jamera the four-door koenigsegg but like they made an announcement this past week of they are not initially they were going to use their three-cylinder that made like a thousand horsepower or something mm -hmm. and now they're going to use or not a thousand horsepower but now they're using the v8 from i think the jesco and so mm. with a new electric motor and combined, this car is supposed to do 2,300 horsepower, I think. Oh. So that, and it's, and it's a buying. production <laughs> car, which is for like a $400,000 upgrade from the standard uh, three-cylinder engine. And wow. Like, I mean, oh. the Koenigsegg cars, I mean, it, it, love it or hate it design or styling wise, you know, that might be polarizing, but the technology in... in in the Koenigsegg is yeah, absolutely so unbelievably so amazing. Cool. Yeah. Like that guy is a smart the, dude. I know. That's the focus of his whole yeah. thing. Is the technology. Yeah. Yeah. The technology so, and performance. So yeah. it's pretty wild. You got to appreciate that. They also that. look sick too. I mean, that's a side effect of it. But yeah. like you look at it again, Pagani, his is all aesthetics. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then never really made the performance obviously it has incredible performance yeah. but it's not it's not, it's not, it's not yeah. over the top no it's like 550 650 horsepower seven. and it's amazing yeah. seven so there's been you know incremental increases but originally it started with the mercedes m120 yeah and went from there whereas he is constantly pushing technology See, i'm like where are you gonna go next <laughs> what the heck yeah. yeah yeah so whereas he took the m120 and turned it into a masterpiece and now he's focused all his energies on the rest of it. Like, mm -hmm. it's incredible. All the little mm -hmm. neat things that he does. Yeah. 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 I gobble up like every little piece of video that he puts like, out. Yeah. Just, the new it's one. So like, amazing. Like, Koenig's like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, they just, so the other guy, like Pagani, just yeah. dropped all the new Switch gear and all that stuff in his, and it's 
Like the amount of time and effort that goes into a single switch yeah. is mind-boggling. Yeah, it's it's mad respect to the... And then on the opposite end of the spectrum, you got Conan saying that's like, you see some of the things that he's put his energies into and you're just like, man. The engineering like, of The that engineering stuff. and the performance is incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, and it's like even like his, uh, what do they call those doors? The dihedral Yeah, the dihedral. Oh, uh, he's. Uh, I met him at Monterey Car Week, actually. Yeah, that's right. Like, you did a few years ago, and he was just the normal guy. Like if you just saw him on the side of the road, and just he just seems like a normal person, middle aged dude, bald guy. So we related, but uh, <laughs> just the media connection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, normal guy, very humble, very chill, and yeah, it's pretty sick. The amount of stuff that he's been able. Like I almost refer to him as like the. 21st century like iron man or something i don't know in real life he's just so smart but uh yeah i was getting off topic there a little bit but uh, i think part of his whole thing and the other guys they're, they're detached remark too yeah they're detached from the rest of it so mm-hmm. i think they can just stay there and focus and do what they do yeah and then when they bring it out to the world it's like it's crazy like oh my god they're not being like <laughs> yeah. yeah they get to do their own thing mm-hmm. their own time and in their own space yes they're not being manipulated by, no, by like, all, all these car teams culture and, and teams no. and all this shit like no. it's just so we can all take a little bit of inspiration from that very thing and we can all just focus on creating and and making our own stuff and then presenting it to the world, right? Yeah. Or we can key. try to copy everybody True. else and do that. I think we move the shop to some place super isolated. <laughs> nobody wants to go. With, with In no internet service. Or something, yeah. Right? Or nobody wants to go. So yeah. no one's going to come and try to chat me up for an hour mm. or yeah. distract us. Like, Let's move it to Tibet. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, we we got to make sure FedEx and UPS oh, yeah, come that's there. True. <laughs> we got to be able to get our stuff, but we yeah. can't yeah. make it too accessible. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I think what we we just had to shut down. Sh- shut down all internet access. Put a jammer in the shop. No, but then you don't have the creative. I don't know. I feel like I went anytime I look at the internet or I look at what people are building, I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to build something like that or it just yeah. give me inspiration. It's overrated. So. I don't think they look at anything that anybody else is building. They just build what they want to build. Yeah. True. Yes. So they just turn all the noise off, and that's probably how they get where they want to go. Yeah, and they also don't have massive teams of people telling them, like, accounting teams or financial. They're like, oh, nope, you can't, you're restricted by this, you're restricted by that. And so they can pretty much Are you sure? have creative liberties. They must have some. They probably do, but it's not as strong as something like, I don't know, like Audi, Lamborghini, all of mm. these massive corporations with yeah. hundreds or thousands of people telling them what and what they can't Manufacturing do. to a different purpose. Yeah. yeah exactly. They have, they and have different And those guys all seem to have, like, the same story. It's like... Four days before I released this car, I was $20 million in debt. And yeah. then, <laughs> boom, then, you know, rocket ship. But, like, yeah. who can get there? That's I don't true. know anybody that'll lend me $20 million to chase my dreams. <laughs> no, I we're mean, doing it at a much different scale, right? Like, yeah. yo. I know some Nigerian cousins that can lend you that well, yeah. <laughs> Nigerian like prince. coming back to so that, <laughs> that whole princely thing yeah. again. Oh my God. Did you just hit up the royal family? <laughs> yeah, just find that thing. <laughs> oh no. man. The only problem is, is then you actually have to turn something. Oh shit. What? See a beautiful little silver 928 going by. Oh. It's like one of the last, last years. Oh, looks good. I missed it. Love mm. it. But yeah, we've 
gone so far off topic. I don't even know what our topic was. But um, yeah, uh, okay. So uh, we're getting into the topic of today, uh, which is the Q&A of what people asked. In reality, I just curated a lot of these questions. No one really asked them, but sure. Oh, okay. Most of the questions we get are like, hey. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> When's the kick going to be done? Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, Evo, Evo wide body kit. When is that going to be done? Your uh, Mercedes no 190. I'm not even going to try to Evo two. estimate anymore. Yeah. I feel like anytime you estimate, it just ends up. We've had so many struggles with people trying to get people to build it that it's, yeah, I don't know what we're going to do now. Just for people that don't know what we're talking about, Tim has a Mercedes 190E Evo 2 custom wide body car, mm -hmm. 1500 horsepower, but the kit. Pretty much when his car launched in 2019, it mm -hmm. made waves and it still does today. Yeah. Um, and it looks so awesome and so different from everything else out there. And a lot of people want that kit uh, that he has on his car. And we've promised that it's going to be made. And it is like we've I know we've gotten it scanned. Uh, but every I feel like every turn that we try to make of people trying to make it like something just goes wrong. So we are trying to also see if we can farm it out. Yeah, we have a lot of challenges here, like in the lower mainland in Canada, you think that this would be like a really good sort of place to, you know, get parts, find people to help build things. And you think it would be like, you know, it's but it, it's it's a challenge. There's a there's challenge. not a lot. We've had a bunch of false starts and. Like Rob was saying, our last sort of hope was we got a legitimate composites guy and brought him in house. Yep. But that relationship didn't really work out because no. it's that. Yeah, it just didn't work out. Well, I mean, it's business, right? Yeah. Like, so yeah, it just, just didn't, didn't work. work. Out. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, then now we're having to look at farming it out and maybe sending it out of the country, which yeah. is what something that we tried to avoid right from the absolute mm. very beginning, but. We just may have to do it if we're actually going to bring this thing to life. So yeah. We're, yeah. we're in talks with a manufacturing company now that we're been dealing with, with for quite a while. So mm -hmm. I'm confident with their quality and their sort of whole vision of what their product is. So hopefully we can get it moving here again pretty soon. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So we're, uh, we have a few kits. We have yeah. a few kits that we want to undertake the reconstruction of. Yeah, so look forward to it. Uh, we'll let you guys know on all our social media. Follow us if you don't at Trick Factory Customs. It's just everywhere on social media. Instagram, TikTok, mm -hmm. everything. So, mm -hmm. um, and then for questions, what's the best first project car to get started on? Hmm. Let's Honda. start with that. Honda. Which one and why? <laughs> Pretty much any of them. 3 Series BMW. Why would Three you say BMW? Honda? Okay, let's let's start with yours. Why, why would you say Honda? Like, what... Uh, because they're inexpensive. There's lots of crossover pieces, so you can mix and match a little bit. Mm -hmm. They're reliable, and they're pretty hard to hurt them. Mm. So, I mean, if you're not proficient at, like, there's, and there's just so much stuff available for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so aftermarket you, support is so yeah, strong. So you can mix and match and put stuff on and mm -hmm. do simple bolt-ons, familiarize yourself. No, it's not a build yet. <laughs> <laughs> but at least you can get into the game and start doing stuff and start learning stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then progress from there. Like you said, I'd say probably the three series BMW. Mm. And so like for Honda, you would say f for them to keep like, what's like the first thing you would say for them to do to the car? 
to, would you say performance wise would you say like arrow like what mm. exactly like first mods if they were to get a honda i would say suspension yeah suspension coilovers okay. put some legitimate coilovers in it mm. make it handle good make it handle good maybe make it faster and then back the brakes yeah coilovers wheels tires arrow is almost pointless on a honda <laughs> Like they don't go fast enough for them to require any arrow. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't think that's true. Yeah. No, no. Well, maybe. You're just shooting shots. At Come on, it, 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 it looks, it looks cool. So I'm trying do to it give you your hot take. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the comment section on Instagram, it's gonna go crazy again. Yeah, uh, okay. But yeah, no. I people are gonna hate me for this, but I'm not really a Honda fan. Like. I don't know, maybe it's just because they're just economy cars or it's like usually when I'm if I'm get if I'm thinking of a, like getting uh, my first car, I don't know if a Honda is going to be there again just because mm -hmm. it's what would it's, yours a, be? it's an economy yeah, car. Um, we'll come back to my choice. I don't know. I haven't actually thought about this. What? Even though I asked the okay, question. OK, you no, know, I was going to say preferably something rear wheel drive because yeah i don't like front wheel drive like you have torque steer you're just like freaking like a dog on like two wheel two wheel drive um but it's like front wheel drive i feel like you're for me at least like i wouldn't have as much fun with it like even though yeah initially when you get a honda they don't come with a lot of power usually if you're getting it like a cheap price mm -hmm. they come with a lot of power and so you have to like add power and all that but if yeah. it's a cheap rear wheel drive car like it doesn't even have to necessarily be a two a two door or two so let's, or something. let's let's imagine okay say price point comparison honda how about a mazda miata yeah that's that is a that's a good choice but i feel like today now these days the prices are going insane on yeah those. they've kind of gone wild but yeah. i mean for a long time they were they were reasonable the solution There's, to everything is miata yeah i think um i think the three series bmw that's a good one. I think I think an E46 is an excellent car to get involved in. Yeah. You know, the chassis is pretty well dialed, is quite a bit better than the E36, you know, but E36 is still a great car. 46, I'd say a little bit better, a little bit more support. Rear wheel drive, you can get it with manual. Good engines that are like, they'll take a beating all day long. Mm -hmm. You know, one of our grassroots drift cars at E36. And yeah. We beat the heck out of it. I'm surprised that thing hasn't blown up yet. Well, no, and, and we try. We try. Like, <laughs> we try. try. It, it, like, it's just, yeah. Do you guys so. do any mods to it? Like, Not because I know engine. for a lot of cars no. have star oil starvation issues, like no, LSs we, uh, and... No, 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 it's not with that one. It's got a header on it and an intake and that's, that's it. it. Yeah. That's it. Nothing else. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. So you can just beat the heck out of it. I think it's a really good car. So that's the E36 coupe. Yeah. Uh, it's a 328, I believe, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So that's a, man, that's a bulletproof engine. And like you talk to anybody that likes to drift or beat on cars, they say that, yeah, that's a great starting point. You listen to the internet, thousand bucks, <laughs> thousand horsepower. Yeah, yeah, I have some problems with it. Yeah, E36 is a good, or e BMW is a good platform, but what about stuff like Vano's issues or like the regular issues that you I don't know. would spend money on? Like you yeah, have think, to know what you're doing. Yeah, I don't know, if I don't not, know. Yeah, that's the only, th that's the only that, thing with BMWs that I have, I'm like, mm. Like all I don't think that stuff little is that BMW issues. expensive anymore. Yeah. And a lot of that stuff generally gives you a heads up mm -hmm. before complete failure. Yeah. So I think you just got to be 
conscious of it and yeah when it, when it gives you the warning you got to take care of it so it's like on the maintenance side of it as long as you take care of your maintenance i think they'll they'll live a long time i think so too and i almost think it might be one of those overrated sort of like mm, problems things yeah, yeah yeah like yeah it can happen but it doesn't happen too often it's kind of like the IMS on a 996. Yeah, that's true. Like, it's it's a thing that everybody talks about, but it doesn't happen that often. If you look at the stats of it, you know... And it only really affected a very small number of cars. Right. Mm-hmm. So, if you're talking about cars to get involved in, I think the 3 Series BMW is a really good one. And if you do happen to have an issue, like the, your engine grenades... You still have a great chassis, motor swap. True, LS swap. You're just you're just evolving <laughs> into the car anyway. So yeah, I think that's a solid one. I was also gonna. Do you know if the three series has a timing belt or a timing chain? Mm. Like the E46. I'm not. I don't, I don't know. Ones. I don't <laughs> know, man. I actually, I'll be curious. We just keep beating on it. And it keeps on going. So. Yeah, because yeah. that I would. Think impact I would. I'm, I'm assuming too. it's a belt. But I think the the downside of a lot of the Beamer motors is the what the hell do they call it interference heads what so when it does break it bashes the head all up and then your motor's interference i've never heard about that before like the pistons can run into the valves don't kind of happen on any engine no because some of them are you know pistons running into valves like say if your timing chain breaks or your timing belt breaks it'll wipe the head out oh like the piston just yeah just goes straight up into oh the wow and tears it all apart i just thought that could happen to any any not all of them oh interesting some of them are like a lot of motors you'd be fine okay so yeah i know that's one of the things that you got to watch on there because it'll just then you're swapping a motor mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah but i don't mess with bmws so <laughs> i don't know that much about them yeah but everybody i know that has one is engine swapping them mm-hmm. so i think yeah. it's and you can get them really cheap now, like yeah, two thousand, three thousand for any forty six. I almost, I almost wonder if it's it's a product of like where we live, because you know, in the Lower Mainland, is such a high concentration of like luxury cars and I guess so, and things yeah. like that here. That you know, E thirty six, E forty six BMWs, those were like entry level cars for like a lot of people, you know, when they, when it was new, and now they're kind of aging out, and yeah they're they're plentiful here mm-hmm. and pretty they're cheap they're very inexpensive yeah even like my e90 i got mine for like three thousand bucks yeah which is it blows insane. my mind because it's an amazing car yeah oh it'll drive like 200 and something horsepower yeah it's i mean but then yeah. you get those weird little, again the vanos and the ims those little issues those yeah. things that have plagued those cars that run the values down yeah mm-hmm. but i don't think it affects as many cars as people let on but like as soon as that rumor gets out there, yeah, that's it. It destroys the values of the mm-hmm, cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which sucks if you're just a regular sort of car owner. Like, but if you're an enthusiast that likes to ranch, you know that's not a big deal at all. No, you know we we <laughs> you you buy one of those cars if you can if you can change the little things like BMWs. I think is one of those kind of cars where you're like if you if you are able to do the little bit of maintenance work that it requires, which is few and far between, and the parts are very inexpensive, usually. But if you're able to do that work, you can save a ton of money. It's yeah. a great car, and it doesn't happen often, so I'm Change in. Your oil. I'm in. Yeah, that's so important. Change, check your oil. Check your oil. <laughs> Change it. Yeah. I mean, that just goes without saying. Like Most people do not 
realize the importance of like good oil servicing. Yep. You know, your your motor oil is the blood Literally of your vehicle. the blood of your engine, yeah. So change it. Use quality oil. Yeah. Hit up people money, like man. Liquid Molly. True, Liquid I was, oh, was going to wear that yeah, hat today. Like, right? <laughs> not Use sponsored. Quality, not sponsored. Product. Sponsor us, Liquid Molly. Yeah. Um, but are there any other cars besides, because I want us to talk about a little bit more, like if we can bring up like at least, like so like we've talked about two, Honda, BMW, uh, any other cars in that five grand range, five grand or less that are good project cars to start with? Well, I mean, the Miata, again, I'm going to come yeah, back Miata, to that okay, that's, a, that's a good one. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it probably has just like a, a, an absolute massive, massive following yeah. for people that want to like get out on a track and rip. It's a pretty good car for that to start with. Um, yeah. Even if, you, even if you just want a nice, fun car to drive, it's pretty cool. It's pretty much all econo boxes, like yeah. Volkswagens. <laughs> yeah, Volkswagens. Like oh, Volks yeah. Volkswagens. Now you mentioned Volkswagens. So I give an exception, even though a lot of them are front-wheel drive, but the VR6 engine for me. It's any fantastic, of those, right? They, for me, are one of the best-sounding engines ever. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty nice. This I is mean, to me. This is like... Uh, you, you, hear, you hear a VR6 with, oh, a, with a muffler delete. Oh. And it sounds awesome. Yeah. It really does actually sound pretty exotic. It's a pretty dope car. Or, yeah. and, and dope engine, I mean. It's there's awesome. There's not a lot of cars that came with it, though, is there? No, but... I think there is, think isn't there? Like, like my wife's Cayenne yeah, has I a know, VR Cayenne now, with I mean, Within that sort of that price range, there wasn't a lot of cars that came with it. Hmm. So, like, the Corrado came with it. Yep. What else? Um, get I'm a guessing VR6 some, some Golf? Golfs, maybe? Everything? I think so, yeah. Some Golfs. I think there's a Golf GTI that had a VR6 in it. Yeah. I'm just going to go to Facebook Marketplace and type in VR6 and see what happens. VR6. Let's see. Yeah. Golf uh, GTI. 3500 bucks. <gasps> oh, what? Yo. He's going to buy a car. Oh, Manual God. transmission? Dude. You don't need that. Get out of here. Yo, Golf GTI with see, a VR6. See, that's a great car. Wow. Cause that's a good motor. 2007 yeah. Volkswagen GTI. Jetta, Jettas as well. They came with VR sixes, but I feel like that's a good. This is just me, but ever since I heard the VR six for the first time, I'm like, oh my gosh, it sounds it sounds exotic, honestly. No, I love it. I, I'm a huge fan of like German cars. Yeah, I just love the way that they engineered their products, and Volkswagen's not a bad way of getting involved. Yeah, I don't know a lot of issues with Volkswagens, but. Um, yeah, do you guys know any issues? No. I don't know either. Yeah, we don't deal I mean, with them it, as much. Last time I had a Volkswagen was in my early 20s when we were talking shit boxes on that one episode back oh, in the day. Oh, yeah, the one that a, you had to stick your head out of the window. That's to right, drive. the Rabbit convertible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was not a special car in any way, but yeah, that was a long time ago, and that's a different world of car. Okay, so one more. One more car. Hmm. Volkswagens. Hmm. hmm. Can't think of any. Yeah, the rest I'm like, oh, I, I saw that 190. Do we have any potential yeah, yeah. domestics? Domestic cars? Can you get into like a? Mm. Oh man, like I was thinking, like man, I was kind of hoping we could find like maybe really, a Corvette or something like a C5 yeah, or something. Know, you can't find them, but for that's like not grand. that cheap. No, but, but it's a great a car, but not that cheap. If you save your pennies, maybe that could be your first car. Mm -hmm. Those cobalts, the supercharged cobalts. Oh, oh cobalt dude, SS. aren't those the worst? Dude, 
Well, they're not great, but you can put a pulley on them and they'll they're make fast. big power. Yeah. yeah. They'll make yeah. big power. I don't know anything about the reliability, but I know there's a lot of guys with fast cobalts. Yeah. <laughs> didn't didn't Brett and his wife have one? Not, was a, not an SS. I think it's a cobalt SS that has the supercharger. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. that. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. And I've actually raced against one. <laughs> not really. He was more racing me than I was racing him, but it was pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I don't know what their inherent problems are. I have no idea, but I'm, I'm not, I can't think of any decent domestic econo cars. No. Like at all. We're probably missing one. There's probably one that's there's, just standing there's, out. There's probably, a, there's probably uh, those Ford guys, the those, Focus. The Ford Focus. The Ford oh, Focus yeah. ST like guys are yeah. always. Or well, but you can't get them, no, you can't get them a five grand, but I know no. you can get an SE, which is a manual transmission uh for, of course four cylinder front wheel drive but it's an it's manual which i'm like almost any manual car i'm like yes do it um but also you don't need to get something that i feel like 90s for me i'm like that's not old but um, that's like almost 30 years but um something older even like um like i know i bought my Datsun, my 280 mm -hmm. zx for 1500 bucks that's a steep learning curve because <laughs> you're gonna have a lot more mechanical problems so i'd say if i had to start Mm. If I was telling somebody to start, like start with the Honda, get a little bit of mechanical ability because mm. once you start getting into that little bit older, older class stuff, of yeah. project cars, you're going to be doing actual more mechanical repairs mm -hmm. and maintenance. Yeah. Whereas with a Honda to start with, it's basically just maintenance, maybe familiarizing yourself with a little bit of performance stuff, put a header on it, cold mm -hmm. air intake, change the spark plugs. Whereas if you get your car, you're gonna have real problems, man. Yeah. And like, yeah, parts like availability and stuff like that for things like in that older That's generation, yeah, like yeah. the 280ZX and, and like yeah. anything even older than that. My first car was a 240Z and it was like a steep learning curve, mm. man. Yeah. That thing was always broken. I feel like for, for me at least, that was trial by fire. Like it's like, you just go in, you're like, yep, I'm just going to figure out all these things. I mean, and that's yeah. the way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it worked for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I was doing, like, if I didn't fix my car, I didn't get to drive my car because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I couldn't take it to a shop. My dad wasn't very useful in that respect. So, <laughs> And then he was of the same opinion, like, hey, you wanted this thing. Mm -hmm. You can fix it. Yeah. And I did. Mm -hmm. So I was like, it was like, I was doing everything. Mm-hmm. And you, See, learn, and you led you down the path and now you have a you learn pretty shop. fast so yeah. if you want to go down the same path just buy the worst, buy car, the worst car. Yeah. car yeah just find the coolest Slide looking the, shitty car and just jump in with both feet spend spend the least amount of money yeah. and uh, make it work i feel like early mustangs you can find them pretty cheap too. you know what's different now from when i had to do it is like i had to do the job two times Oh, because you broke you broke it after you did it. No, because where I had to go to get the parts, you had to take them off yourself too. Oh, so it's like and I pull. had to go to the junkyard, yeah. dig around, find it, take it off, mm -hmm. take it out of that shitty car, and then take it home and put it in my shitty car. <laughs> yeah. And then what I learned really quickly was that, however much mileage I had on my shitty car, the same amount of mileage was probably on that the shitty other one. car. <laughs> yeah. So it's only a matter of time yeah, before so it fails. Yeah, so it's a matter of time before it fails again. So it was like, I got out of doing that, You that was like the end of my buying used parts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I'm like, this thing probably is just as, it hasn't been used in five years, so it's mm -hmm. got 10,000, 20, 30, 40,000 K on it, and then it's been sitting for 10 years. I put Even, it in my car. Yeah. <laughs> I get three weeks out of it, and then... Yeah. 
there I am back there again. Why? Because it was twenty five bucks. Yeah, that that whole pick apart thing is a super gamble, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's a yeah. gamble. You can it's win fun though. You can get some cheap stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it depends what your time is worth. So that True. was great. Again, we've had this conversation a million times. Mm -hmm. You want to spend your weekend doing that? Go ahead. Yeah. But as soon as your time becomes worth something, it's like you don't want to be spending your saturday digging around in a junkyard it is to, so annoying to save 17 dollars. yeah like i've done just, it a few times and it's yeah. like i'm trying to get like not just spark plugs batteries like all these little little yeah. things so if i got to do that stuff it's for like hard parts yeah yeah like control arms subframes but i'm not putting a distributor out of something no. i'm not putting any a water pump off some old no car. you take the radiator uh, coolant drops all over you yeah. you're like smelling yeah. coolant oh yeah, it's that so gross man. probably worse than what yeah. you thought <laughs> yeah. and it's it, hot 100 degrees it is only by necessity that you would choose yeah. that route yeah but yeah. you think you're saving but you're not no saving. you're not saving man it comes with time and experience that you're like yeah. you're not saving anything nah. i've yeah. been bitten almost every single time <laughs> My junkyard time. parts. Yeah. Oh, shit. I was just thinking, like, a car that you could potentially get for mm -hmm. cheap would probably any kind of, like, LS-based truck or something. Oh, yeah. Like, never even thought That's about that. That's like, wow, yeah. you could, like... Yeah. Yeah, like, every, like freaking Tahoe. Any any kind you know, of, like, work the, truck, yeah. anything. Yeah, the Tahoe. liter V8. Like, you already have a V8 to start with. Yeah, if you want to start with something that you can make power with pretty cheap... Any of those platforms yeah. would work. I mean, they're not going to be race vehicles, but like, I it'd mean, be a it good time. Be. It could be a good time. <laughs> Add a Chinese turbo on it. Yeah. You could do that. burnouts, so. donuts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah lots lots of room idea. to work. Yeah. It's not, <laughs> Literally. It's not like yeah. you work on a Corvette where it's like, you got to basically pull a motor out to do anything. Mm -hmm. You can just climb right in that engine bay and. Yeah. That's a good option, actually. And then speaking of repairs, because we were talking about that. Another question people also ask is what are some things that they should look out for when they're buying? We've already talked about some of that, but what are some things they should look for when buying these project cars? Hmm. hmm. Because I, there's probably a whole laundry list of things and it probably depends on brand. So a lot, some, of, some of them are brand specific, but I'm just talking of like general things. Like they want to buy, because I'm guessing you don't want them to buy something that's like, depending on who they are, a massive project that they're going to have to. So what are some basic things that you should look out for? Service Never. history. Okay. <laughs> if it's existent. If it's existent. <laughs> yeah. And like we talked about on our last podcast, if you got this laundry list of parts, it's like right away, I'd be like, okay, who's been doing the work? Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's the big, like, you. oh, you did it? Okay, <laughs> uh, I'm probably not going to buy your car then. Yeah. You were probably beating the shit out of it. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I would always look for something... I think we were talking about this morning, something unmolested that mm -hmm. probably has a decent service history that I can do all the molesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what you ho you look yeah. for, right? It's something that hasn't been touched in any way. So, I mean, you can look out for, you know, some key little pieces that might be big ticket items that you would want and you can get for cheap. But for the most part, I'd be really wary of mm -hmm. service history. Yeah. Yeah. Look, look underneath. And that's like, well, like, yeah. Yeah. That's like old people stuff. It's like, I need to see the service records on yeah. this thing. But you learn through trial and error that that's an important part of it. Like, how's this thing been taken care of? Yeah. And then underneath, you can see, like, hey, is the floor been caved in? Is this guy jumping speed bumps? <laughs> and, mm -hmm. yeah. All this kind of stuff. Like, how's the car been used, basically? Yeah. 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 And there's, there's, there's some flags that pop up. Like, if you look at an old car and the whole underbody is like, heavily coated in undercoating mm. 
like you really start to like you know that's a thing up here in the north we got a lot of we go through all the Salt. four seasons yeah and it's an important part of you know the longevity of a car but man it's usually hiding some shit in there that you don't want to have to deal with yeah remember like you you're rebuilding your ls engine for your jag install yeah and you let your vehicle sit on the grass field for a yeah. while and it completely corroded everything out yeah. like <laughs> so that's a thing that i like if you're gonna go and buy a vehicle that's been parked on a on a grass field or something for a while, you're gonna want to start looking at it and seeing the level of corrosion because that's gonna just snowball into so much work. So much, man. The Tahoe is a perfect example. Oh. Yeah. How many people have messaged us like, "Oh man, I can't believe you guys are cutting up that clean Tahoe." Yeah, it's not that clean. Thing looked, it is not clean. It, it was is. literally the perfect example of the like being parked on the lawn the mm -hmm. underside is like the brake lines are rotted out the shocks are rotted out <laughs> yeah all for just from corrosion from yeah. sitting yeah so if you guys haven't watched any of the videos where we've been driving this vehicle around and it's sus yeah. it's it is it is, it is the rear gamble every work time at all. we go out oh it's my not a good gosh idea. the rear brake it is terrifying yeah. just to move it a few feet yeah. So like that's like, oh wait no. oh shoot you have to like stop yeah. the, the deep the deeper and more involved we get in this project the more and more like we need to like dismantle this thing now and, and start fucking you were cutting stuff last like last week like cutting making space because we put massive forty inch tires on it yeah on the back right now but as you were cutting the amount of stuff that was falling out from it. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> it's like a pile like that was like two feet high, not yeah. that high, but it was massive amount of like dirt, dirt, silt, rust, rust, everything. Yeah. So like we Whoa. bought that, that vehicle for like almost nothing. cheap, yeah. like cheap, cheap. And you know, it, it's, these are the things that show up and that is why it was so cheap. Yeah. You know, but yeah. Yeah. So yeah, to see how it's been used. Mm-hmm. And at the opposite end, you don't want to buy something that hasn't been used either. Yeah. Because that comes with its own laundry, laundry yeah. list of problems. Yeah. yeah. Because cars so are designed. start talking classics yeah. and stuff like yeah. that for sure. Cars are meant to be used. And if mm -hmm. you don't do that, things like seals get, cra like they start cracking. Yeah. And what else happens if you don't use a car? Gas, old gas. Bad gas. Yeah. And, you know, the leaks for sure and then a lot of things it's mostly just related to anything that's holding fluid yeah that's true it's basically it so yeah, the next yep. thing you know you're blowing radiator hoses and oil lines and brake lines mm -hmm. and all this kind of stuff that's been sitting around and, and electro and, and yeah, electric connections and, and stuff like mm -hmm. that in the classics too because it wasn't until like nowadays looking electrical connections and and those things are, are pretty nice but back in the day they didn't seal very well so you get corrosion on all that and it's just those are the things like if a car has been sitting for a long, long time, be prepared because you're going to have to dig in to all the all the fluid carrying stuff well, and all the electronics. Ferrari is a perfect example. Yeah. Like what? Why is it here? Because it leaks. So it's mm. like now I got to go through and replace all these seals mm -hmm. and all these different little O-rings and gaskets because it just doesn't get used enough. Yeah. And I mm -hmm. tell them over and over again, you got to drive this car. Wow. Yeah. You got to get it hot. You got to get the oil circulating around mm -hmm. and then let that oil sit on all those seals. Yeah. Otherwise, they'll just dry out, crack, and then you got problems. Yeah. Yeah. You got to actually drive it like mm -hmm. for like over an hour. Yeah. You know, with a lot of these old operating cars. temperature. Yeah. Get yeah. them, get them up, get everything warmed. I think Matt Farrow was talking about it, about the Countach as an example. The Ferrari is almost exactly yeah, the same. Yeah. You have like, to assume so. You got to get the whole car heat soaked. Like the difference between 
starting up and driving in the first 20 minutes it's like you're this this thing's like this clunky Mm -hmm. boggy it's not great but then you give it a half an hour 40 minutes and get the oil hot and get the whole car heat soaked it's like butter yeah Mm -hmm. becomes a really great car but they just never really get driven like that no not at all anymore and so they get bad reputations that's people are counting kilometers yeah so we did it to ourselves yeah yeah so i would rather have something with a little more kilometers that's been driven and well maintained than something with no kilometers on it mm. yeah yeah it, it's it it holds way more value to me for like, sure my cayman was a perfect example of that like because i fell for all that shit. Oh, yeah it's like oh this was like a 63 year old man he you know blah 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 all this sure. kind of stuff didn't barely drive it this and that and then it's like i get it Right away, first track day, boom, brake clutch this, everything's And it's like, oh, this would have all been replaced under warranty. But because he never drove the car, not even abusing it, just spiritedly. Yeah. It those all never came up. They never ever came up for him. But then it's literally the first track day is like the thing's broken. Mm -hmm. And it's like I had to pay all this money, like it was a lot, Mm -hmm. to get all these upgraded parts put in it, which would have been supplied by Porsche. But because it never broke during his, you know, warranty period, I got the brunt of it. <laughs> Why? Because I wanted to buy the cleanest example yeah. of a Cayman S that I could possibly find, which I did. Dang, Super low K, driven by an old man, and then just yeah, I had to, six months of fixing all this stuff that you know. Yeah. But anyways, beat you in the butt. Yep. And what did he buy? A Volkswagen. <laughs> I traded it in for one of those R32 Volkswagens. Oh, those oh, are yeah. nice, man. Just because the uh, egress into the car was a little easier yeah, for him. Getting mm-hmm. older. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's still a pretty awesome yeah. little car. Yeah. Okay. With that said, uh, that's pretty much it. We have run out of time. <laughs> and we're also doing this because our camera literally just overheated right now. <laughs> an heart attack. It's too hot here. Yeah, so the camera can't take it. But we will catch you guys on the next episode of uh, Modifier Trick Factory Customs. Mm-hmm. See you guys next week. Bye. If you have any more questions, also don't forget to send us emails. Uh, and we have a guest next week. And we have a yes. We have a guest next yeah. week. So it's going to be awesome. We have a run of special yes, guests. A yes, run. We So do. we're going to start having more it's guests. It's not just going to be us rambling exactly. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're interested, uh, be sure to, if you like this video or like this podcast, give it a thumbs up, five-star rating. Uh, and uh, yes, we will see you guys next week. Bye.